Danielle, anytime the mic is not where it should be, please let me know. If anybody out there can't hear me, let our technician know. Just email and let us know if you can't hear me uh, well. Can you hear me in the back? Ladies and gentlemen, turn in your Bibles first to Jeremiah. Let's stand for the reading of God's Holy Word. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16 and I am still in the Just Jesus uh, message series dealing with how that Jesus Christ the Son of God was disrespected and dishonored by his own family and kinfolk and neighbors. And if Jesus Christ, the whole idea behind that message, contrary to sweet evangelicalism that has led the church astray, the Protestant church astray, along with the false prosperity gospel joined together uh, and making people think that uh, everything should be hunkadory with you and your family every day of your life. Now you ought to have the joy of the Lord but you're going to have with that tribulations which includes persecutions infirmities, weird and strange things happening that sometimes you have no words, you just shake your head. Uh, <laughs> and some of you at least must, you're able to muster words, come on now, <laughs> come on now. And some things are just inexplicable outside of the fact that the devil, the invisible devil, is busy. <clears throat> um, distresses, afflictions, and all of that in your Christian life. Uh, things that if you are not saved and born again, and you have Jesus living on the inside of you, if you don't have Jesus living on the inside of you, would break any man or any woman. But Jesus gives you daily resurrection power that a good man and a good woman, that is a justified man and a justified woman, a born-again man, a born-again woman through the blood of Jesus Christ, uh, uh, you can't keep a good man down. You can't keep a good woman down. Uh, a saved person is going to rise up again. So, and that's the false teaching of some evangelicals and some charismatics 
that if everything is not wonderful and hunkadory with you and your family, you're not evidently you're not serving God correctly. If you're not prospering and you're always healthy, uh, you don't have any infirmities. No matter how old you get, but yet you'll go get plastic surgery. You get Botox so that you will look like uh, you're doing that great. You have you have all kinds of doctors on speed dial so that uh, you can make the people believe that you're wonderful and dandy until we find out uh, all of a sudden you're dead because you were lying about stuff and hiding stuff, uh, you know, and uh, before you know it, uh, we're trying to figure out when, uh, when will the funeral arrangements be made. <clears throat> a pastor, and he was not necessarily of this ilk, but people are proud and, uh, and uh, you know, and I didn't even know this preacher was sick. A very prominent preacher. Normally people let folks know what's going on. And he's dead today. A very prominent preacher. Been on national television and all kinds of things he's done. And so, but he's dead today. Marriages that people made, people believe everything was wonderful and then they'll, they'll get a revelation and uh, tell you why he got a divorce and why she got a divorce and they'll lie on God and God didn't have anything to do with it before you know it uh, the wonderful great marriage is in the tank okay that's not how the Christian life is so and you'll be better off telling the truth up front and instead of uh, the YouTube uh, moderator finding out and other people finding out through the grapevine. Jeremiah chapter 6 verse 16. And, and, and so I'm going through my persecution. I'm going through uh, my uh, tribulations and attacks. I thank God. You know how, how I think about that? I thank God when uh, my family loved me supported me and stood with me. I thank God for those days. Many days. Uh, but uh, the devil is busy, evidently. God is using me to have a huge impact. And I know some people thought I would be dead by now. Some people thought I would have quit by now. But uh, God is continuing, continuing to lead me onward. Jeremiah 6.16, Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see and ask for the old paths. Not the woke paths, but the old paths. Where is the good way? And walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. I assure you, especially those who claim to be Christians and who probably were Christians before they became woke by some serpent, devil, pastor, or preacher, or mentor, or pastor's wife, or auntie, or grandmother, or whoever, or some 
homosexual gay queer friend on the job that they didn't have the guts to stand up against and say you know what I'm not going to be a part of your foolishness no we're not going to lunch no we're not going to dinner we're not going to a party together we're not going to a concert together we're not going to the library together we're not going to pass go together because I'm light and you're darkness now if you want to get saved uh, I can tell you how to get saved one of the tragedies of Christianity in recent years is that preachers have forsaken the preaching on separation always remember evil communications corrupt good manners if you ever hear about my children doing evil or doing wrong uh, don't be shocked uh, all I know is when they left here they were doing right and uh, uh, and they were serving the Lord uh, and I'm here to tell you if you're not careful you can think that you're allowing your children to go or even thinking that they're going to a Bible-believing church. But there's some woke pastors and woke pastors' wives and woke preachers that they communicate with and have in their church. You must understand wokeism is a demonic spirit. It soaks in. It's not um, a set of rules and and so forth. It's a spirit and it's a demon spirit and most people can't shake it. That's just the reality. And what God is leading me to do is to stay here a while, to park here a while. <clears throat> and as I told you last week, it's not just for my family, it's more for your family. Because I'm very confident in how I raise my children by myself uh, with prayer and Bible reading. And, and, and if they got born again when I led them to the Lord at the age of seven on their birthday, uh, and they remember the thousands of verses that we have read, at some point uh, they will recover themselves from the snare of the devil if they have gotten caught in the snare. But I'm more concerned about your children, your family. And so God is leading me to stay here a while and deal with this issue. And in some sense deal with the aftermath of wokeism and to deal with it as it is still going on and to deal with it uh, going forward. And so we're going to lay more of the foundation because the reality is some of you grandmothers, I'm, I'm talking about my own mother and my wife's mother, some of you aunts, and uh, I guess uncles, uh, 
and some of you uh, people in the church thinking that you're serving God in a Bible-believing church. Uh, the truth of the matter is much of the church, much of the government, especially the police force across this nation and around the globe, and much of uh, the government, uh, families, in the words of Malcolm X, you have been had. Uh, you have uh, been bamboozled. You have indeed run amok. How, why, through, a, through an invisible demonic spirit of wokeism. I dwelt with it, uh, uh, rather I dealt with it last week in trying to help you to understand what it is. But God spoke to my heart this week that I need to go deeper. And I need to go back. Because some of you don't even know what you're dealing with. You're so gullible and uh, weak in your mind, feeble-minded, easily um, uh, persuaded, and you can get sucked into something where you lose your righteous mind. The devil is a lie. But they said, back in Jeremiah, we will not walk therein. That's what we're dealing with, with wokeism. Go to the old paths. Where are the old paths found? You go back to the Word of God, the Holy Bible, and you do what the Bible says. You pray and you read your Bible. And you obey your Bible. But some people want somebody else to love them so much besides God and they don't trust in God as they should they don't pray as they should they don't have devotions as they should anymore and before you know it they they're so interested in somebody else a human being that has a warm body loving them that there they go, hook, line, and sinker, being blown away by this false religion of wokeism. Their mind is blown. And I want to tell you parents who still have your mind, okay, because some of you have lost your righteous minds. And so that's going to make it even worse on your children. You are here in these streets, in the words of one preacher, uh, trying to be cute like your daughter, trying to run like your son, and uh, you don't have any game whatsoever, but maybe a little money that you can persuade some young chick uh, to do something for you sexually, you dumb, demonic dog, you. I don't care if you like it or not. And you see some, see baby boomers, 
listen to me carefully, baby boomers, I'm talking late 50s, 60s, 65, 70, no matter how ugly they get, they think they are still cute. Now you, you can write that down. They don't see their backside that is protruding out towards the bathroom door. All they see is right up in here in that fake, not well lit mirror that they have at the house. And so they are shocked when they go to a fine hotel like Drury Inn and you go into a real bathroom that's well lit and you're going to see the real you that everybody else sees and baby you're not cute anymore. <clears throat> you need to be cute in other ways. Sir, you're not cute either. I don't care what kind of haberdashery hat you throw on your head to the side and how you wear your jacket. Shirt out loose, you know. And let me tell you something. Human people, human beings are not stupid. Even young human beings are not stupid. They can look at you and see that you're old and decrepit and yet you are here in these streets Think that, thinking that you're doing something because that young thing uh, make you think that to get that money from what I'm gathering over half the country has gone into whoredom and whoremongering I've never been on what they call fan only fans, but I tell you one thing, I hope that there are not any old, ugly, fat women on only fans, and I certainly hope there's not any old decrepit men you 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 people make us all look bad out here trying to be cute. You need to go get your social security check. Go to Dennis, get your meal at a discount, and go sit down somewhere and take it easy. Your 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 time has passed and gone. Now act like at your age. And that reminds me of a t-shirt I saw the other day. A person said, uh, I don't know how to act my age because I've never been this age before. But we're not talking to you because you don't understand what I'm talking about. You don't understand. Okay? Seriously. And I, if that hurts your feelings, so be it. But I don't care how much Botox you get, how much rubber you get put in your behind, or cement. Uh, I don't care how much plastic surgery you get. Some people don't even have to get up on you and look at you. And see lines that should not be there. That God did not put there. I'm talking to my baby boomers. I'm in that group. And you think you're still cute. And you're not. And you need to go and take care of your grandchildren. 
and, 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 and say I love you to your children. That's right. Whether they say I love you or not. Did you say I love you? And most of you had mothers like mine who never said I love you. Okay, never, uh, you know, that's another thing that baby boomers do. They, they start competing with their own children and all that kind of foolishness. Uh-uh. God taught me, I say love you, I love you to my children every day. And they're grown. I've done it since they've been born. It doesn't matter to me whether they, uh, I mean, it's, it's wonderful to hear them say I love you, but I'm going to do what, I'm going to do what God tell, told me to do. And if they if they uh, say I love you back, that's great, wonderful. I I, I thank God for that. If if uh, they don't say I love you back, that's fine. See, you do your part. You tell them, you send them a scripture verse on prayer, and you pray for them, and then you tell them I love you. I do that every day. See, and that's important. That's important. That's a part of your ministry as an older person. You don't do that to get anything. You do that for the glory of God and for the sake of your children. So go back to the old paths, you woke people. Some of you who are woke, you're too old to know you're woke. And you're half awake. And some of you are dead in trespasses and sins. You don't know what's going on. But I do want to let you baby boomers know that wokeism will destroy your child. Completely. 100%. And if you don't know what you're dealing with. You have you. you uh, there's really no hope for you because you're dealing with a demon spirit. So we all need to go back to the old paths and walk ye in it. Proverbs twenty-two twenty-eight. Remove not the ancient landmark which thy fathers. have said. Now what this passage means is that technically the Israelites were big. Now don't go and try to steal land from your neighbor by moving their landmarks, their sticks. That's a sin. That's evil. You're stealing. But for years uh, pastors and preachers and theologians and even songwriters and singers they referred to this passage so as not to uh, leave what you know is right the danger of messing with the landmarks I told you a long time ago that when I was growing up in Brooklyn, New York, Aretha Franklin and her gospel group, 
would sing the old landmarks. I can still hear it in my mind. And I, as I got older I, in preaching, I told white folks, you, you can't, you can't do that. You're gonna have a, you're gonna have a heart attack. You can't, you can't, you can't sing like Aretha Franklin and her gospel group. You couldn't keep up. And I know, I mean no harm. You'll be looking at the black people. What are y'all doing? I mean no harm. But you, I, I, if I broke that song out right now, you couldn't, you couldn't sing it to save your life. They, they, were, they were going too fast. I mean, they were, ro they were rolling. That's back in the 60s. And what they were referring to is don't leave the old landmarks that your fathers have set, your forefathers in the gospel, your forefathers in the church. Stay with the Bible. Stay with prayer. Stay with obedience to God. Stay in the church. Uh, don't get blown away by every wind of devilish doctrine. Stick with the stuff. Hang in there. Don't quit. Fight the good fight of faith. And so many people today are not doing that. In the church. In the community. In this nation. And in the world. In fact, <clears throat> pardon me, in fact, uh, with the demonic spirit of wokeism, the satanic spirit of wokeism, th the reason why this is so demonically dangerous is because in these last days, and in the days of the Laodicean church, the anemic and weak church, post-modern church, so-called, uh, this is something that Satan has created that uh, most people cannot handle. Because this demonic spirit goes for the juggler every time. This demonic spirit is designed to, to destroy your personal life, your family life, your church life, your marriage life, your young adult children. Your teenagers, I said today in an article, it has kicked, it has caused many pastors to quit and even to commit suicide. It has caused many churches to fold. It has caused marriages that everybody thought were rock solid to implode. 
children to lose their minds and go astray. I'm, I'm going to be here a while. If the Lord tarries is coming and we live. Because I'm not going to, going to only deal with the beginning of wokeism and the ongoing of wokeism, but the aftermath of wokeism. It is such a demonic spirit with her twin sister or brother of homosexuality, lesbianism. That it has shut it has shut the mouths of once godly, strong, powerful, biblical pastors. And if I said some of their names, you would know them. And because pastors uh, commit the sin of following one another like a in a pecking order. And, and which has increased a hundredfold in the day of the blog and in the day of social media. Before you know it, you got the blind leading the blind leading the blind church members right into the ditch. And I can say without any fear of successful contradiction that the church is in the ditch. Thank God for the remnant church. Thank God for the 7,000. Thank God for the faithful few. And then, my beloved, let's look at Psalm 11.3. Oh, we're going to be here a while, so I, don't worry. I don't have to say a whole lot tonight. Because God led me to not just deal with uh, some symptoms but we're going to deal with the cause and God has given me unique insight into the cause and the wherefores and the therefores and the whys and so forth and that's what so many of you need if you're born again and you're saved and you raise your children right I believe God's going to honor that and bless that. And everything's going to turn out all right. But don't be shocked. Don't be surprised at what's happening. Everybody in the church, if they have any sense, uh, we all know that, generally speaking, the church is nowhere near what it should be somebody ought to say amen out there. You know that's right. You know we have not done what God has told us to do. We have not obeyed the simple commandments of God. The great commandment to love God with all of our heart, to love all other people as our neighbor. We have not done that, so therefore we have not witnessed to our neighbor or anybody else, there's no need to go marching down to the gate of Mickey Mouse. You have not witnessed to Mickey Mouse. That's stupid. Have you witnessed to Mickey Mouse? No, you went down to Disneyland like everybody else, you Christian, to have fun, to sit in the sun, to spend a thousand dollars on nothing. 
but cotton candy. You didn't witness to Mickey Mouse. You didn't witness to Minnie. You didn't uh, a Minnie Mouse. You didn't witness to Daffy Duck. He's my favorite out of all of the people, all of them, all of the creatures down there. Daffy Duck. My wife is smiling because she likes Daffy Duck too. She likes all ducks, especially little yellow ducks. That's rare to get a smile and some laughter out of her. But, I mean, you didn't even witness the Daffy Duck, man. But yet you want as soon as something come up that you did not try to prevent before it happened, like doing what God told you to do. You want to lead a band of, 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 of evangelicals to the gates of Mickey Mouse. You know why? Because you like to do stuff. That means nothing. It makes you look stupid. To lost people and you become their enemy because they don't even know why you're marching why they don't know because they haven't even heard the gospel from you so they are not saved so when you come back now to witness they don't want to hear it because you marched against D Disneyland you marched against Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse and Daffy Duck they think you're crazy. See, and that's what. See, when people don't know, uh, are not saved, not born again themselves, and have not connected with God, living in sin themselves, uh, and uh, wickedness, and don't know God, don't know what time it is, they do stupid things like that. Do you see Dr. Tony Evans doing stupid things like that? Trying to lead somebody to march against Disney? Land and, and and Disney World and 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 Mickey Mouse and Minnie, you protesting against Mickey Mouse and Minnie Man? Come on, huh? You're a song leader, go on, man, and sing some songs. Go someplace else with this foolishness, and got people out there rah rah rah, and then you complain about the lost people doing the same thing. That's stupid. Uh, you're not going to see Dr. Tony Evans doing any foolishness, foolishness like that. Why? Because he knows what time it is. He's a man who's in tune with God. He's not doing that. And he's not going to... Have you seen him caught up in this politics mess? He's not doing that. Because he knows that's not the problem. People, that's not the problem. The problem is in the church. The problem is the pulpit. The problem is the family, the so-called Christian family, with hardly any of us doing what God has commanded us to do. See, That's why wokeism came right on in, knocked down pastors, knocked down deacons, knocked down trustees, and God took some out of here because they were serving uh, communion and taking communion unworthily. By the way, if the Lord tarries is coming and we live, we'll be having communion next Sunday morning. Okay? By the grace of God. So be here. Or be square, as they say. So, allow me to read this in your hearing. Psalm 11.3 If the foundations be destroyed... What can the righteous do? 
anything that happens in this world, even something uh, that seems to be new, like wokeism, is already in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Huh? If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? Now let me help you. Wokeism is designed by the devil to uproot, not only destroy, but uproot the foundations, the underpinnings of the world as we know it. It is designed to destroy, to disrupt, to decimate the foundations of the world and the authorities that God has set up in the world so that we can have some peace and order. Now, now watch this. Now, here's some insight. <clears throat> here's revelation that you don't know anything about. You have not heard this from anybody else because they don't know it. The tool that they use to uproot and destroy the foundations of the world are the authorities they 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 use rather such things as racism sexism abuse these are all legitimate causes but they pack it like a Trojan horse. They hide behind these things and they bring it into the family. They bring it into the church. They bring it into uh, the government behind a beautiful Trojan horse that yes everybody would be happy to help out and so in that Trojan horse they put behind uh, the word racism that's across the banner of that Trojan horse that beautiful Trojan horse they put in there they throw in their homosexuality and all of the filth and nastiness that comes from that men eating each other's doo-doo oh, preacher no, no, you're doing it. So, don't talk to me. Don't say anything to me. You're watching it on your little pornographic phone where they drink each other's urine. Filthiness. Where men walk grown men like dogs in dog suits women doing the same thing eating excrement and trying their best to have something to have real sex That's in the Trojan horse. And then 
they want to go as far so far as as watch this listen to me slapping God in his face and twisting and, and stabbing God and twisting the knife by rejecting how God made them lying and saying that really deep down I am a woman when you're a man you were born with a penis see see oh parents you poor parents out there who you feel so hurt and lost that your child came home and looking like that man who went to the White House to the president's office what a mockery twitching talking about this is my eighth day of being a woman this is my sixth day of being a woman this is my ninth day of being a woman and even though I have a penis I'm having periods and I can get pregnant and then the president of the United States of America said yes I believe that and you should you should do it and you should have every, every right to do it these people have lost their righteous minds if they ever had a righteous mind whatever mind they had they lost it their demon possess so th this is this is not only a, an uprooting and a pulling up of the foundations this is a twisting mind twisting mind raping thing like has not been seen in the modern church and in the postmodern church but the the devil set the church up with this for this foolishness through the prosperity gospel the evangelicals and their false teaching and preaching and writing and their foolishness TBN see a uh, uh, daystar and so forth And so when the plague of wokeism, thank you, Lord, what a phrase, the plague of wokeism. What? Thank you, God, you just gave me that. Since we're, we're dealing with a whole bunch of plagues at the same this is just another plague. See, a plague comes like this right here. It's like a storm, and, and it's invisible, but it's very destructive. Huh? It's a, it's, a, it's a raping spirit. So you, you, you poor parents, your child who you birthed into this world as a boy. Oh, he didn't call you before he came. No, 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 no. Why? Because the demon spirit that's driving him wants to see your heart ripped out. And they're going to take a picture of it. They're going to take a video of it. You may not see the video. They train these, these devilish young people to hold that camera a certain way. So they can get you on tape. So they can go back to their woke mentors. 
And the woke mentor is going to ask them, did you rip his heart out? Did you rip your mother's heart out? When you entered in with some pink hair and some red lipstick, boy, and uh, a short skirt, uh, and a Brazil, huh? Uh, yes, it's it's a demonic thing. You see, you you see, you you have not uh, experienced devilish hell like this before. See, uh, they use Trojan horses, the Trojan horse of racism, the Trojan horse of all of the abuse that ever that has ever taken place in the history of the world the trojan horse of slavery huh you can talk about see this i'm black as black can be i love being black i love black so much i wear black suits you never you'll never see me in any other color suit and certainly not a tan one Uh, you hear what I'm saying to you? My wife is black. I could have married a white woman. I had white girlfriends. But I didn't want to marry a white woman. I, I wanted to marry a black woman. Uh, and I wanted to marry a black woman uh, halfway to Africa from Jamaica. And yes, when I was seeing my Jamaican wife that I married, I was seeing about six or seven other Jamaican women at the same time. Say, preach, you ought to be ashamed of yourself. Well, I did it. But anyway, I digress. They used the Trojan horse of racism. They used the Trojan horse of abuse. They used the, you know, that's, that's you know, the coming about of me, me too. They used the Trojan horse of other things as well. Um, and on and on it goes. Anything that people can go back into history and bring back upon you. And, uh, and that's why we've seen so many things that has disrupted this country. And some of the stuff seemingly looks good. But the, these folks out here today, they're not your Dr. Martin Luther King Jr.'s. They, they use the Trojan horse of trans, uh, of putting in their transgenderism and so-called homosexual marriage. They put that in there too, along with racism, see. They're very slick. And because, and they, they let me, may I say something? May I say something? Huh? May I say something that I don't want to say? They have been successful. I know that my rah-rah evangelicals and independent Baptists and Southern Baptists don't want me to say that, and they don't want to say it, but I'm going to say it. This has been the most organized development in probably the history over the past 60, 70 years that the devil has wrought in our families, in our churches. Now churches, because they compromised the Word of God and became Judases who took 
30 pieces of silver. You, do you hear any pastors? Hello? Hello? Are you still there? Uh, do you hear any pastors crying out against this as they should? Are your brand, na uh, name brand pastors crying out against this foolishness? Are they condemning it? No. You know why? Because they've been bought. They have been bribed. Your name brand pastors have been bought. Some didn't even know. This has been a very sinister thing. This wokeism. Some pastors were bought by celebrities. They would come by the church and go by the church and sit and show a little support for you and talk about you so much and then they'll drop a million dollars in the offering plate. You were bought and you didn't even know it. And, we want, and they want you to be quiet. They don't want you to say anything against the abominations that are taking place in our society where, where even in the public school, in education, that's another Trojan horse. And they're teaching your children from preschool on up. Do you hear me? They have the programs already written up for your children. Asking them such questions. I know you don't want me to say it. Why you don't want me to preach on it when the people are doing it in your public school system? Where you have, as a teacher, a drag queen. And then the drag queen tells you, I'm going to be at a homosexual club tonight. Bring your children. Tonight is kids' night. We want to rape their minds some more. Also, give them some dollar bills and some $5 bills to tip us. And you, like a dummy, go right out there and do that. I, I'm being very blunt with you. And you, like a dummy, let your child stay in that school. And not only that, not only are they reading at the library, they're at the library, the drag queens, monstrous looking drag queens, reading to your children. And there you go, hook, line, and sinker, taking your child out there. And you're supposed to be saved, trying to have an open mind. And they're blowing your minds and raping your mind too. And they'll rape you if you get too close. But in school, from preschool on up, my beloved, they are teaching your child how to have anal sex, how to give it and how to take it. They got curri curriculum that talks about uh, how does semen taste. That means you're, they're trying to teach your child how to suck a man's penis. Oh, you wanna you wanna cut me off? Well go ahead, you pornography watching devil, you liar. Go ahead. You wanna cover your children's ears? No, no, I'm trying to help you and your children. Because that's what's happening in your public school. That you you want to have a blind eye to. You know why? Because you want to continue to use them as a glorified babysitter. So you can do your dirt and your evil and your pornography watching and, and be mad at me and want to call pastor's wives and tell pastor's wives not to listen to me. Why? Why? You, are you lost and on your way to hell? Huh? 
You want to call my children and try to turn my children against their father who taught them the good and right way. Even people in the family, so-called mentors in the church who have miserable, messed up lives. And they get their kicks off of messing up somebody, a young person's life like theirs. Wanting them to marry a divorced man like they did. And then now they're divorced. And some of you woke pastors and woke pastors' wives leading your church to hell and allowing homosexuals in the church. The devil is a lie. And some, you, you mark my words, in the little trunk or treat, devil meant that you're going to have, and, and let that thing over there. And the devil killed those children over there. It was a sacrifice. You mock my words. Mock my words now. Just like it was in that thing uh, in Houston where people got uh, stomped on and they lost their lives. They said it then. This is how the devil is killing young people. This was a blood sacrifice. This was a Halloween event. I have not heard the news all day. It's probably up to 200 young people dead. This was a sacrifice, a satanic sacrifice. And it was ginned up by certain people, and they did, and they did it on purpose. Same thing happened with that boy down there in Houston. These children, these young people, were set up to die. It was a sacrifice to Satan. You see, preacher, how you know that God just told me that? And there may be another one tomorrow night, and you mock my words. Pastor of a so-called Bible-believing church. Pastor's wife of a so-called Bible-believing pastor. And supposed to be a preacher in the church, you Jezebel, you mark my words, you're going to have some men dressed up as women tomorrow night. At the church, at your little trunk or treat. And some are going to try to rape your children. You better have a whole bunch of police officers, and not security guards. They can't do anything. Some police officers, you better have some police officers around there. This is not uh, your mama's church. This is not the old time church when you didn't have to worry about things too much like that. Uh, they know where the children are at your trunk or treat. And they're gonna, these devils are going to be hunting. So you make sure you out there, pastor. Pastor's wife. Since you claim to love the people so much, you get... Get out there yourself. You make sure that those children are taken care of. I wouldn't give you a penny for a trunk or treat. My foot is a conceding to the devil. Uh, that Halloween is his. Because you're trying to do just like the world. And there are going to be some people in masks and everything else. And even some devils are going to come who don't even come to your church. Are you going to witness to them? Are you going to preach the gospel to these people? 
Dr. Bradford Reeves said uh, in a a message that he preached I'm not woke but I am awake turn in your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 5 verses 7 through 14 be not ye therefore partakers with them for ye were sometimes darkness but now are ye light in the Lord. You can't roll with them anymore. We need to go back to where pastors used to preach against separation from the world. Be in the world, but not of the world. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Allow me to read that again in your hearing. I want you to get that. <clears throat> For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness and righteousness and truth. Obedience to God, obeying the Ten Commandments, walking in His peace and in His joy, proving what is acceptable unto the Lord. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of fans only. Or only fans or whatever. By the way, uh, can I preach again on that and preach the gospel? Can y'all, somebody email me and, and let me know or text me and let me know. Uh, if a preacher can get on there and preach the gospel. I can use some of that financial support. And you'll never see me naked or sitting on a bed and doing nothing. No. I'm going to preach the gospel to your naked selves. <laughs> and will you support me on OnlyFans? Are there any gospel preachers on OnlyFans? If so, I'll get on there and I'll preach. I'll preach to all of the whores and the whoremongers. Yes, sir. Uh, sinners. These are the people. These are, these are my people that I want to witness to and preach the gospel to. As an evangelist, I'm more, I'm, I'm, I'm more comfortable around sinners, and especially as a prophet and, and as an evangelist, I'm more comfortable around sinners, out and out sinners, than religious folk. My enemies are not sinners. My enemies are religious people, church people, and especially church family people who think they know everything, they don't know anything. And have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather reprove them. For it is a shame even to speak of those things which are done of them in secret, <coughs> in darkness. But all things that are reproved are made manifest by the light. For whatsoever doeth make manifest is light. Wherefore he saith, Awake! I'm not woke, but I am awake. Awake! 
thou that sleepest, and arise from the dead, and Christ shall give thee light. If you are born again, if you're saved, you need to be walking in the light. And don't refuse and say, I will not walk in it. You're being disobedient to God. And if you're walking in wokeness, you're walking, you're walking in deep darkness. And it will destroy you. Because it's demonic. It is satanic. So show the light. There's a song that we all used to sing. Let my little light shine. If I could sing like Daniel White Jr. Who's in heaven singing with the angels now. I would break out in it right now and sing it. Let my little light shine. You say, well, preacher, why is it little? Because compared to Jesus, it's very tiny. You're just a little light. Don't, don't forget that. Show the light. Show the light. We live in a luminous society. If we were to turn off all of the lights in this room, and we have a whole lot of lights up in here. We do. It's amazing. Uh, lights coming out of the woodwork, literally. We would see lights from various sources, mainly electronic, of course. Few of us have ever experienced complete darkness. How many of you have the lights out in the house at night when you go into the bed, but you still have the TV on? How many, how many of you people, raise your hand, you go to sleep with the TV on? You know, you know what that provides? It's a comfort thing. There's some, there's that ambient light that kind of comes. It's a busy light. It's a moving light, and it comforts you. And you, you don't want it to be completely dark, because you're scared a little bit. Some of you have. Back in the day, we used to. But it was a special thing to me. We had what you call night lights. My great, my grandmother, Mother Beeman. You called them by their last name. Yes. <laughs> or you get your teeth knocked out of your mouth. And and she would have these beautiful little night lights, look like little candles, you know. And you know, when you're a little bit older, they're good. And as children, we just liked them. Had that little light over there in that corner, even while you're sleeping. So few of us have experienced complete darkness. The darkest place I've ever been was the Philippines. Now the, I mean the the, the stars came out, and uh, you could, it looked like you can reach out and touch them. They were so close for some reason. That's in Lakalola, uh, Philippines. So clear. Light for us is common and abundant as air, and we often take advantage of that. 
it is also true for us spiritually. In today's passage, Paul likens evil not to something similar or equal to light, but the absence of light, yea, darkness. Moreover, the Apostle Paul compares those who are children of God through Jesus Christ as children of what? Children of light. And those who are disobedient to God as those walking, living in darkness. This is a fascinating consideration that I want to take a moment and take a little time and consider more deeply. Paul spends much of his letter telling us what a life of darkness involves. He describes children of the world as futile, empty, darkened, sexually immoral, alienated from God, wicked, sensual, devilish, ignorant, hard-hearted and hard-headed, greedy of impurities, angry, vulgar, wicked, lying thieves. It is an unflattering list, and it is darkness that causes sinful people to be uh, gravitated to these dark things. This is why I told you the other night, if you, listen to me carefully, if you love horror movies, now when I was lost and on my way to hell, I did not have a problem with horror movies. I looked at Dracula, Blackula, uh, uh, Dark Shadows was one of my favorite shows. Now you know that title, I mean you can tell by the title, that was wicked. One of the most evil, wicked shows I've ever seen in my life, but I loved it. And we would watch it. And then that's why your parents need to be home and make sure that your children are not watching things like that. See? Because they don't know any better. We didn't know any better. It came on TV. And we thought it was fine. How many of you baby boomers remember dark shadows? Why would they put that on in the middle of the day? And, and why in my childhood did they have to create and put on the Adams family? I mean, a bunch of demonic misfits. That was in my childhood. Well, who thinks of things like this? Now, let me just tell you something. Once you get saved and born again and you have the light of Jesus Christ in you, my beloved, you shouldn't be liking dark shadows and witches and warlocks and monsters and things breaking to the wall through the wall looking like hell itself just as light and darkness are incompatible so it is that these things are incompatible with the believer in Jesus Christ 
Again Jesus spoke to them, saying, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness. You got that? See, if you are saved for real and born again, you may fall, you may mess up, you may sin, but you can't walk in it. See, this is why the Word of God talks about be filled with the Holy Spirit of God and walk in the Spirit. Because you are a wicked, depraved sinner, on one hand, uh, you will mess up sometimes. But uh, you're not going to walk in it. You're not going to live in it. It's not going to characterize your life uh, once you get born again because you become a new creature in Christ. We ought to have the light of life. Now, this is vitally important because if you want to have victory over the war on your family, did you get that? You must understand you've got to walk in the light if you want to have victory over the war on your family. The devil, I don't know why you think the devil is going to let you serve God and not not fight against you. So many Christians are not serving God, so he doesn't have the fight uh, but against a few. But if you committed to God, the devil is, listen to me carefully, the devil is going to fight against you and your family, and he's going to try his best to destroy it. So if you want to overcome the war on your family, and the war on your marriage, you need to understand these things. You cannot run with those you're running uh, in darkness. You've got to run with those who are running in light. You need to let your little light shine in the darkness. That's why God has you here as a child of God, to be a point of light, not to join with the devils and the the darkness and the jam jam boogie crowd and trying to fit in because you're so needy for somebody else human to love you because your mama didn't love you or your daddy didn't love you or whatever the case some people will sacrifice their souls to get the love of some wicked evil perverted family member some old wicked uh, old stinking person who does not mean any good for them and let them defile their lives and use their lives up for a little show of what they think is love and if that person is doing that to you and they got you hanging on for a few dollars or for a house payment or for a car uh, whatever, and then they don't love you. They are just using you, getting over on you because you're so needy. You act like you don't even have Jesus in your life. You act like you don't even know Jesus as your Savior. And you are bringing shame to his name. And ultimately, my beloved, the spiritual battle over Satan or that Satan is fighting
uh, against you, then you must have nothing to do with these works of darkness. All of it goes together. Instead, as Paul says in Ephesians 5.1, Therefore, be imitators of God as beloved children. And then again in Ephesians chapter 5, verses 7 and 8, Therefore, do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk, walk, there's that word walk again. You walk in the Spirit, you walk as children of light. By the way, do you know that the best exercise really truly is walking? How many of you know Leslie Sassane? She's the she's the the, the walking uh, genius. Type her name in if you don't know her and go walking with her tomorrow morning. Okay. Walking is the best exercise, and the best exercise you can take spiritually is to walk in the spirit and walk as children of light. That's a fact. So you get up in the morning. Here's what you do. You pray again. You stop cursing God and cursing your parents and cursing your siblings and uh, cursing the church that mistreated you because you told the truth. You get up and pray. You read your Bible. And now they don't want to have anything to do with you and, and they don't like you anymore. They put you off the team because you told the truth. You become a true Christian and let the chips fall where they may and be at peace and be happy. And be a blessing to other young people. You, you, so you say, I, I didn't have a mother who loved me. Okay. Well, love other people. And you don't have to be going over to anybody's house to do that. They don't need to come to your house to do that. Today, you can do that very well and very easily. And I think better online and safer online. Safer for you and safer for them. Spiritually speaking and physically speaking. Now, very quickly, I'm gonna, I want to touch on... Uh, something here and this is more from a secular standpoint okay is gender uh, let me say it again is gender wokeism or homosexual wokeism the new religion of our time Conservatives from the U.S. and U.K. have long reacted with alarm at the culture wars being waged on both sides of the Atlantic. The high priests of wokeism have weaponized laws to punish 
teachers, professors, and doctors who would not utter support for the idea of human sex change, who will not call a girl a he or him, who will not call a boy a she or a her. I'm not doing that. So any any organization that wants to hire me with my great expert, expertise and and uh, education and wisdom, uh, I'm not doing that. I could have right now a chaplaincy job. This is what I went to school for. I wanted to end my life being a chaplain in a military hospital, you know, stateside. <clears throat> But see, now how would I look preaching as hard as I preach? Going into a um, room to pray for a man who is dressed up as a woman and uh, who's going to report me when I don't call him by woman's name. And how would I look to be praying to God about a man dressed up as a woman, huh? Y using this fake name, I can't be a part of that. And that's what these professional people are talking about. With both public and private, with both both public and private schools, adopting the tenets of woke gender ideology in curriculum and policies, parents, teachers, and pupils have few places, pupils have few places to turn. Conservatives from the U.S. and U.K. have long reacted with alarm at the culture wars being waged on both sides of the Atlantic. But the situation is growing considerably more dire. Many now see two great nations with robust liberal traditions, that's liberal in the good sense, surrendering to a secular woke orthodox church, a secular woke orthodoxy that threatens to demolish the pillars of free speech and freedom of religion on which the two nations stand. But we suggest that there is something seriously wrong with this viewpoint. The idea that woke ideology is secular. On the contrary, while many comment, uh, commentators rather have noted the quasi-religious fervor of social justice warriors complete with foundational sacred texts go to advocates go to uh, advocates rather go to advocates or rather high priests 
taboos and heresy trials, we propose that the time has come to treat woke ideology as being a belief system that places paramount ethical value on identity markers, race, sexual orientation, and gender identity. And as I have told you, this is a spirit, a demon spirit, brought on by the devil. And what these non-religious people are saying, educated people are saying, is that this thing called wokeism is so powerful, it is a religion and not just ideology. See? And it's a spirit, it's a demonic spirit that enters into a person because they are around it in the church, in the so-called church. They are around it in the school. They are around it on the job. They are inundated with it on the internet and in the news. Now when I say that it is a spiritual thing and it is a demon spirit, it is not without orchestration and organization. The devil and his human cohorts, I have to say it, I know my independent Baptists and my Southern Baptists don't want me to say it. I know my sweet evangelicals don't want me to say it, to say it, and some of my charismatics don't want me to say it. These devils have done the doggone thing. They've done, they've, they have put this together. Big time. You can, you, I mean, I, I'm, I, you know, I hate to give the, any credit to the devil, but the devil and his cohorts have done this thing, and they are fighting on every front to the point that if I, if people like me, I don't do this, people who don't know, don't have an idea of what's going on, will not have a chance. As I said earlier, this thing has knocked out pastors, marriages, families, bowled over churches, school systems. Uh, you know what this upcoming vote is mostly about? This mess right here that wokeism has done. What's sad about it is the church is not leading the way. Men who have to come out of the coal fields and the coal mines. Men who have to, and men and women. Who have to, it's fine, let's go back. Men and women. Who have to leave work and go to a stupid school board thing. Pack, and they'll pack it out bringing a hundred books that they want out of their children's libraries, telling teachers and, and, and supervisors uh, and, and the su superintendent to their faces. We do not want you to be teaching our children about any kind of sex and certainly not this demonic foolishness. And on top of that, 
I don't want you to let men, boys, wear dresses and go into the bathroom and rape my daughter. I'm shocked that that father didn't kill anybody. I'm shocked. But he's not the only one. And on top of that, I don't want any boys playing any sports and being in the uh, locker room with my daughters. Did you hear about the story? So-called transgender, who is a, he's a male, playing volleyball with the girls, and he hit the ball so hard, knocked the girl out. That happens all across the country. So this is mind-raping, mind-bending, soul-stealing, demonic foolishness like you people have never heard and it's so powerful. Listen to me very well. Well, uh, Jesus, uh, I'm getting ready to quote Jesus Christ. He said that even the elect will be deceived by it. And that's what's happening. Pastors don't know what. There are pastors who have no clue what hit them. They still have not gotten their bearing yet. And their churches are crumbling underneath them through what? Through this demonic spirit called wokeism. It's a religion. According to these secular, educated people. These are not church people here. It operates as a religion, they said. Not least in the legal sense. If their belief system is successfully enshrined at the societal level and the winds certainly appear to favor them, it will mean the woke would have to compete on an equal basis with all other faiths and religions rather than claiming that their beliefs are incontrovertible facts which everyone must honor. Are you being educated a little bit here tonight about this demonic foolishness? <clears throat> God spoke to my heart and told me to back it up. Yes, deal with what you're dealing with publicly. And you know why God has led me to deal with it publicly? Even some issues with my own a mother and in and, and uh, mother-in-law and family members because see they specialize the people who who promote this upon your children they specialize in doing it secretly and behind the scenes I don't I don't know if I'm gonna get to it tonight I might but I'll, I'll get to it here shortly but they have laws where well, we touched on it. They have laws and things today. They'll, they'll find something to get you on. And they're going to make it look legit. Religion is notoriously difficult to define. See, these people are coming from a secular standpoint. That's why they're saying it. Most people who are secular or humanistic, they really don't want to deal with religion. It need not involve belief in a deity. Buddha, for example, they say, was not a god. 
just an extraordinary human being, an extraordinary man. According to his followers, that is. But the woke belief that gender identity, homosexuality, sodomy, queerness, LGBTQ plus, plus means legions of demons. Talking stupid like, I want to marry my dog. I want to marry my flower. I want to be a flower. And these people teach this foolishness with a straight face. Honey child, you can be a flower. Honey child, you can be a book. Honey child, you can be a dog. Meow. You can be a cat. Meow. They'll, t they'll, say, they'll say meow to the little child. Talk back to me. The teacher at the school, the public school, tell your child to talk back to you and cat talk. Are you kidding me, people? Hmm? I, I can't hear you. Not biology. Gender uh, woke belief, but the woke belief that gender identity, not biology, defines the real, in quotation marks, the real person. Certainly it has the look of a metaphysical soul kind of a thing. Don't be fooled. Gender identity policies don't follow the science. I have so much more to share with you and uh, I will pick up here at an important point. Uh, if not tomorrow, Sometime later in the week or next Sunday. It depends on how the Lord leads me. But I do want to say something at the end here. I want to do part two. Of what I started out with. And I want you to see how it is impacting my family. Extended mostly. I believe that my children will come out all right. Uh, but this thing is so powerful and when you join it with a child who did not have a loving caring mother it, it can go either way or a loving caring father it can go either way this is update number two and I'm not going to finish this tonight Daniel White the third president of Gospel Light Society International lovingly and respectfully tells his wife's mother her aunts her siblings and other family members as well as his mother his two sisters his cousins and all other family members that if you cannot reinforce what I have taught my seven children who I had with my wife based upon the Word of God all of these years then leave my children alone with your woke foolishness and do not teach
them your woke unbiblical foolishness and stop trying to influence them to turn against the only loving parent they have ever known and that is their father who raised them by himself <clears throat> on his own even though his wife Marika White who is here with me tonight was in the home and that is after 34 years of marriage we are still married and still here we thank God for all of I thank God for all of my children and I thank God for how they let God use them to allow me to even be here tonight to preach God's Word as you probably know my wife came out of a terrible broken home with her father and mother divorcing which like an infection the spirit of divorce spread throughout the family because the father had already divorced from another woman with another family before this marriage and another set of children and that is with another set of children my wife once saw her father getting ready to cut her mother her mother's head off with a knife over the kitchen sink and even though my parents did not divorce and I thank God that they didn't but they did separate several times it was a terrible marriage and family and not based upon the Word of God at all and it was a terrible environment where I once saw my dad take my mother's head and bash it in the bathroom mirror and blood gushed out which when I became a young man I tried to bring this up against my father as an accusation and which I thought my mother would appreciate and let me use her car and give me everything else I wanted during that time but to my surprise my mother who was known to be rebellious and uh, not submissive to her husband my dad uh, turned around and rebuked me harshly and told me in no uncertain terms do not ever bring that up again that's all forgiven and forgotten I also saw my mother disrespect disobey and rebel against my father and she controlled and dominated my father and uh, it was clear that she uh, led the family and did not have a problem doing so once my dad came home 
from a trip late at night, and he came into my room and asked me, was Reverend so-and-so over here while he was gone? And I told him, yes, because even I, as a youngster, uh, thought an improper uh, adulterous relationship was going on between them for some time. And so, ladies and gentlemen, that's part two of an article that I wrote uh, and placed in blackchristiannews.com, bcnn1.com, and in multiple other publications. I have done it uh, because this demonic sinister spirit minus this demonic sinister spirit of wokeism which thrives in secrecy and thrives in surprise and shocking methods to try to destroy as I told you last week this demonic spirit called wokeism their aim is to strip down and destroy all forms of authority that God has set up in his world. One, the family. Number two, the government or police officers, particularly right now. And three, the church. They want those things destroyed because they want to rape and mind-bend uh, the hearts and spirits and minds of young people and make them turn against their parents turn against even some of their siblings turn against the pastor in the church and turn against the police officers and make them disrespect them hate them and let me just say something to you parents this the, you, you need to understand this is their strategy their strategy is to shock you their strategy is to shake you their strategy is to have your children tear your heart out and cause confusion. And that's why I'm taking my time, led by God, to deal with the history, the past, the present, the aftermath, and the future of this satanic demonic spirit. As I have said, it has already wiped out many pastors and pastors' wives. And wiped out means one of, uh, one of two things. One, knocked them out of the race completely, destroyed their marriage, their family, destroyed their authority in the church, or they joined them. They took the bribe, the 30 pieces of silver, became Judas's and joined them. This is a high stakes, um, serious matter. And so they want to devastate you. And if you are saved and born again and you know you did your part, you did what you were supposed to do as a parent, 
don't take it personally. You are impervious to their demonic attacks. And you stay impervious by praying without ceasing. And, and let me tell you something. There's no amount of appeasing these demons, the, the demon spirits that are in your children. Now, by these devilish mentors who gave them some money, turned them on to homosexual sex, lesbianism, uh, and other such demonic foolishness, trying to appease them and going running after them uh, and, and all of that, that's not going to get it. Do you hear me, my friends? That's not going to get it. The only solution you have to this, I said the only uh, tool you have is prayer and the Word of God. And here's what you do. You pray. No matter how demonically belligerent they are, you, don't, you just ignore that. That's not them. That's that demon spirit that has been put into them. And if they have become sexually involved in a homosexual, lesbian kind of thing, it's going to be worse. They, they call it branding your child. And they, they must make you, they must make them hate God, hate Jesus, hate you. Give them some money, make sure that, you know, they tell them, I have all the money you need. Now you just let me know what you need and I'll get it for you. And they hook them like that. See, and there's nothing you can do but pray for them and send them the word of God if they allow you to. Send them, don't, don't be doing a whole lot of talking and uh, trying to get them to come by. You really don't want that right now. You pray for them and you send the Bible, the Word of God. Now that's if you did like I did and you did your job as a parent. Uh, my, my wife, who did not do her job as a parent, she'll take any kind of show of interest. See? And... Uh, and uh, and I'm helping her with that. And I told her, this is not your children doing any, any of this. It's your woke family members putting them up to it. So don't get caught up in that and get deceived and fooled. Uh, these, these children would not even come by to see you. They, didn't, they never came by to see you before. But now that your woke, short haircut uh, family members who look like lesbians are uh, communicating with them because my my your daughter is trying to reach out to some kind of motherly figure because you were not a good mother to her. Uh, she's accepting whatever love she can get because she never got it from you. And so you know, don't 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 get hooked into that because that's not going to last and it's not going to work. And I'm thankful to God that my wife understands that. She has not bought into that hook, line, and thing on her own. And the only reason why, only and I, as I told her, and as I've said in a, a couple of messages before, the only reason why 
is because of all of the accumulated prayers of over 34 years. Because the devil could have easily deceived her mind and caused her to take it hook, line, and sinker and, uh, and, and run with her mother and her sister and her devilish uh, aunt. She, but she, she never gave it a thought for some reason. And the only reason why I know is because of 34 years of praying with her, praying for her, reading the Bible to her, and so forth and so on. And I still do not think she's saved. That's why, to me, it's a miracle of God. She's still here and wants to be here. See? And she and, 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 and she's somehow able to see this food. Something's not right. She, does, she doesn't see it like I do, but she knows something is not right. This is something strange going on here. See? And so, so that you can have the right kind of perspective. You need to, if you have never prayed before, you need to start praying now. Because you are in deep trouble and your child is in deep trouble. And see, the reason why I don't have to worry about my children is because I prayed with them all of their life, read the Bible with them all of their life. I mean, thousands of verses, thousands of services where they heard the preaching of the Word of God. But that's not the only reason. I told all of them many times before they left, one day you're going to be leaving and I'll be praying for you. And I told them that's the worst thing I can do for you. It's not going to be easy. And I believe that's one of the reasons why I have one or two who are a little bit frustrated. Because they want to probably fit in and do evil, but uh, they can't. And I also told them, because see, I, uh, I am not a bastard. Meaning, I have truly been born again by the grace of God. Not because I deserve to be, but because of God's grace and love. So... Therefore, I have been chastised by the Lord. I know how that is, how that feels, and what that's about. And I've told my children, you can go ahead on out there and paint the town red and turn against God if you want to. I'm not worried about it at all. I have turned you over to God. Now, see, you've got to have faith in God and Jesus to talk like I talk. I have complete confidence in that right there. I don't have to chastise them anymore or rebuke them anymore and yes I did chastise my children growing up I have never abused my children but I have chastised them and whipped them and they wrote me letters back after they got a whipping starting with my daughter Danita thanking me for the chastisement and I, I was the disciplinarian from day one all the way through now here's what uh, here's what I know the devil will do and here's what I know that this woke this demonic woke spirit will do because that's one of the Trojan horses that they use oh he whipped you while you was growing up oh. uh -huh. okay okay the the aunties who are hooked up with you know health and human services and all of that will try to influence my daughter Danny to bring up some some foolishness, see, uh, and uh, they know I have never done that, 
the people around here know I've never done that. I would not even defend myself. Uh, I wouldn't. I w in other words, I would not uh, uh, even. Uh, what's the phrase? Uh, give it any ounce of respect. I would not dignify that with a response from in to anybody. See, there's some things you don't even dignify with a response. However, this thing is so demonic and so sinister, so evil and so wicked. These people, they, they, you must understand, they are trained to do that. They are trained to sniff out any little thing that they think is abusive. They use that as a Trojan horse and they'll hide in that and try to get rid of you. Stop you. Tried to cause some embarrassment for you. See. When it has never been brought up before. Like that. See. And they'll, 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 they'll do that. And they'll try to get your children. Your young adults to do that. Or a mentor will try to do it. Or a pastor's wife will try to do it. <clears throat> or a pastor will try to do it. A woke pastor, a woke pastor's wife, a woke mentor, a woke family member. In fact, the woke mentor and the woke pastor's wife and the woke pastor, he'll act like he's not really involved with it. Yeah, I heard some of the preaching that he's done. You know, he's pretty tough there. And da, 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 uh -huh. uh, yeah, well, let me just... Uh, uh, let me just ask you this. Uh, where's your Where's your wife's mother at? Let's get in touch with her. And and where's your wife's? I mean, where, where's it? Where, where's your mother's mother at? Where's your mother's auntie? Where's your mother? Where's the, Where's her family member? Members. Uh, let's let's let let's use them to, you know, to, to bring up some some mess against them and maybe we can stop them that way because I do have pastor's wives who do pillow talk with their pastor or oh, the pastor won't contact me uh, uh, he's too afraid to do that they, they, he's not going to he's not well one thing for, for uh, certain he knows I'm right and he knows that he's henpecked and controlled and dominated by his wife and so he's more afraid of her than he's afraid of me so, uh, uh, but that's how they do that. Well, I tell you what, why don't you invite her family over and see if she can, if her family members can get her and pull her away from him and take her back with them so, they, so she can live uh, the life of bald-headedness and the life of foolishness and the life of not having a husband and the life of not having... Uh, a husband and and so when you have a need for sex you got to try to get it from both people somebody else like they do see acting like teenagers when they're 50 60 70 years old hanging around one another all the time and let's see how that'll work let's bring that family on around here and and, and no, don't, don't don't tell him now See, this is what they do. Next time I preach on this, which may be tomorrow, 
maybe Thursday, maybe Tuesday, I don't know. But definitely next week, next Sunday. We're going to have communion if the Lord tarries is coming and we live first thing in the morning. And then the devotional service. And then later on in the evening I'll do this again. But the, the, the reason why I'm considering doing this every night, I might finish the Heaven series first. Is because there's so much I have to bring you up to speed on. You must understand these 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 people are they're not dummies. They they plot this stuff, they plan this stuff, and they keep going after it to try to destroy anybody who is not rolling with them. Now, if I was a half a homosexual, and had a twitch, and I never preached against homosexuality, and uh, 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 you know, I was okay with it, and I supported the the people to have the right to be homosexuals, and I don't, uh, because it's against God. Uh, and that I I I, I loved lesbians, uh, you know, to do what they do, and and would encourage them to do what they do, and all of that, and so forth. And I was game for all of that, like some pastors are. You woke pastors, you devils, you betrayers of Christ. See, if I was all about that and uh, okay with it and went ahead and took their bribe, because see, here's the other thing that they're doing. They do. It's all about the money. They hook, they get, these people get hooked by the money. They try to hook you with the money by supporting you a while and helping you a while, and then they want to use that money they were helping you with to to control you and and, and and want you to behave. I have some family members doing that right now. They want me to stop preaching like I'm preaching. That's impossible unless I lose my mind or unless I'm dead. And I believe there's one or two trying to kill me. And so don't be shocked if I'm, I, I don't show up one night because of some woke homosexual devils uh, uh, killed me because that, that's a possibility and so but it, what, what, you, what they'll do is they'll give you some money for a while and, uh, and then when you don't stop preaching the way you're preaching saying the things you're saying against this evil and this foolishness this mind raping this mind bending demonic foolishness They'll stop supporting you. In other words, they'll use the money that they were giving you. They'll stop it and cut it off and, 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 and try to control you like demons. See, many pastors have suffered this who, will, who, who refuse to, to, to play their game. Cut off the church. They, they don't care. Even though they know you're preaching the gospel and you're preaching the truth, they'll, they'll cut you off financially. They want you to suffer. And they want you to come and, and uh, plead with them to help you. See? And I say to all of you preachers, don't do that. You keep on preaching the word. For hopefully they'll get saved. And tonight if you're with us and you're not saved, Jesus Christ said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, 
that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Do you remember a day that you believed in Jesus Christ and that you prayed, you called upon his name, and you asked him to save you? When you heard a verse like that or you heard some other verses dealing with believing in Jesus Christ. Believing in Jesus Christ that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for our sins, was buried and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. Well, Jesus Christ did that for you, my friend. And all you have to do is believe in him as Jesus Christ said and as the Bible says elsewhere. Believe in Jesus Christ. Believe in your heart that he, he suffered, bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of Almighty God. That's salvation. The reason why you have to do this is because the Bible says, God's Word says, all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Everybody. Not only woke people will be going to hell, but millions more who don't even know what woke is. They're not up to speed on it. That's one of the reasons why God led me to back up. I, I need for you to preach this for a while. Because so many of my 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 children so many of my saints have been destroyed by this monster that the devil has produced and so by the grace of god don't be surprised that i won't be preaching this in connection to this uh, other thing that i'm doing all the way into march of next year if the lord tarries is coming and we live and i and, and i want you to pray for me because my, i have family members the main thing they told me is, uh, I, I, I don't, they mocked my preaching. They don't, they don't want me to preach anymore. They hate it. Ah, another, another service. Ah, another service. Oh, another preaching time. Uh-huh, yes. Several of them have said that. So their main problem is with my preaching. They want to stop my preaching. And so I have family members who want to try to pull some stunt and some lie. And this has happened. It's similar to uh, uh, swatting. Uh, you know, that's one of the tricks that they pull. They, they, they swatted me to try to come up with some kind of problem. And they thought they had me then. See, swatting is, is they get the word from the swat squad. <coughs> Somebody like uh, my wife's aunt will call the local police and lie and say there's something going on. Uh, and all, before you know it, you got uh, the SWAT team out, uh, the police officers surrounding your house and all of that, trying to embarrass you and trying to cause a problem for you and all this kind of thing. Or it may be another family member. Or somebody who can't stand the fact that you preach against homosexuality. And they'll tell a lie and try to create a problem. See? 
So it's similar to that. They'll they're they're gonna find they're gonna find something. They'll try to find something with health health and human services or whatever they call it. And and they they'll ask your children, family members now. They'll ask your your children, did he ever hit you? Don't you want to report that? The whole world knows I have whipped my children. See. The whole world knows that. And other things, if you want, if you want to go that route, uh, it's already known. See, and so when you're dealing with these devils and these demons and this woke spirit, uh, you better deal with it in the light. Don't deal with it in the darkness. See, you say, well, why won't you just sit down and talk? with the, your family and instead of bringing all of this out in the open they, they don't want to do that they don't want to do that they want to make a scene and so uh, I'm up in the ante you want to make a scene let's get it on you want to you want to really bring this out in the street let's get it on I have nothing to hide I have no fear of, of my wife leaving me that's right, your daughter, your niece, your sister. I have no fear of that. You've tried your best. Bring it on. See? And there are some evangelicals who would like to see my wife and I busted up. And it's not just family. There are people in my, uh, my, my daughter's church who would love to see it. There's some other, there's another pastor in another town in Texas who would love to see that. You know why? Because they cannot believe the Bible. They can't believe that the Bible will work. It's not just the Bible, it's God working because I'm honoring the Bible and obeying the Bible. And I have not hearkened to the voice of my wife like your husband does to bring about hell in the home and in the church. Oh, I know their names, but I'm not going to say the name right now. I got the name written down, every last one of them, in the family, outside of the family. All of the communication uh, is preserved. So if you want to, you you want to, you want to get it on, get it. Let's get it on. No, we're not going to just do this in a corner. I happen to be, by the grace of God, a public figure. So uh, we're not going to do this in the corner. We're going to do it out front and openly. Bring it on. That's why I mentioned some things I mentioned tonight. See, in case because you, you got you got some women in the family who keep secrets, and then they when they they're bringing out or something uh, when uh, you know it's convenient for them and. And they'll try to tell their grandchildren something that uh, is close to nothing. Like they don't know anything. See. I have no doubt that my mother and uh, my two sisters even have tried to bring up. Do you know your sister? Do you know your brother? Let's get it on. I'm not going to live my life like you, you lived your life with secrets and abortions. Oh, you didn't think I knew about that. Huh? 
and whoring around with men in the church and reverence. Okay, so if you want to you want to play that game, first of all, uh, my my wife knew before we got married that I had two children out of wedlock. She also knew that I had uh, another child that I paid for the abortion, Herschel Walker. You say, preacher, aren't you worried that people are going to hear that and get out that you paid for an abortion? I'm not worried about it at all. They, they, they're not going to do that because they've done some evil things them, themselves. And they appreciate the fact that somebody's telling the truth, Herschel Walker. I would, I would love to see you win over the reverend. But I, I don't want you to be lying on your way because that's going to backfire. And it has backfired. You look like you're lying. My wife knew all of this. My children know it. Mommy. Sisters. Do you know your sister Danny? Do you uh, do you know your sister Danielle? Uh, uh, Danielle? Do you know your sister Kiki? Do you know your uh, niece Quasia? Do you know your uh, brother Duran? They are they are know that. They knew about that in the womb. You know why? Because I prayed for all of my children I had with my wife, and I prayed for all of the children that I had with other women. Huh? Let's get it on. Anything else you want to bring up? Let's get it on. I have no uh, uh, fear of anything you bring. And I guarantee you, God will knock it down. See, I'm not like these preachers going to be trying to hide stuff and go to heaven trying to hide stuff. I, in fact, Mom, you might remember, I confessed something to you in the car one day. And you told me, Danny, you are not to tell everybody that. You are not to tell things. I said, Mom, uh, she, she, you told me that you need to cover up some things and keep it to the grave. I said, Mom, my wife already knows. My brother-in-law already knows. And so, um, I can't live my life like that. I'm a Christian, man. I mean, as I know you want me to do good all of the time, and that's wonderful. I want to do good all the time. Sometimes I don't. We were driving to uh, Panama City in your uh, Mercedes. That's what you told me. You know what, why you told me that? Because that's how you've lived your life. Because you committed adultery too. See? So let's get it on. If you want to play that game. And try to turn my children against me. Let's get it on. Okay. So with that said. Ladies and gentlemen. Those of you who are saved. Uh, go ahead on. And start praying and reading your Bible like you used to. Because only God can help you fight this battle against wokeism. Those of you who are not saved believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Let's pray together. Follow me phrase by phrase. 
and mean it from your heart as we pray the sinner's prayer. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I've sinned against you repeatedly. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. Please forgive me of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my wretched soul. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to change. Help me to turn from my wicked ways. All of them. Help me not to hold on to anything. And help me uh, to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, and if you prayed that prayer with me in sincerity, according to the word of God, according to the words of Jesus Christ, you are now saved. You're born again. You're saved from hell. And you're saved to go to heaven. So congratulations on doing the most important thing in life. Now, dear friend, go to gospellightsociety.com. Go there right now. Gospellightsociety.com. And pick up your free book. Download it immediately. In fact, there are two books there that you can download immediately uh, Daniel Ezekiel make sure they're on the front page right underneath the live feed going forward so they can easily find it I would appreciate that download both both books one book is titled how to be saved straight how to be saved from hell straight from the Bible that will solidify in your mind what you just did then read the next book, free of charge. Both books are free, free downloads. Uh, the book, uh, that book is titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And it gives you the steps you need to take to move on into your Christian life and become the Christian, Christian disciple that God wants you to be. 
these early days will be sweet, but the Christian life is not always uh, easy. And so you need to pray every day and read the Bible every day. You need to find a good Bible-believing church to grow in, or you can come here every day and, uh, and hear the preaching of the Word. Also, you can email us at the email on your platform where you are. We're on multiple platforms all at the same time. Three Facebook pages, uh, Daniel White 3 page, Gospel Light Society page, Gospel Light House of Prayer page, YouTube, uh, and, and uh, other places. Uh, go to church online and so forth. And so, wherever you are, whatever email is there, use that email. Or you can email me directly at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com. And uh, we have people up right now. We'll be up till uh, all the way till daybreak tomorrow, waiting for your email, your question. Uh, if you have a prayer request, send it in. And I will have it on my prayer list tomorrow night. And we'll be glad to pray for you. Okay? So uh, keep those things in mind. Also, go to Gospel Light. Just type into Google Gospel Light Podcasts or Daniel White the Third Podcast. And we have free podcasts dealing with biblical subjects. Uh, you can receive, if you listen to all of the podcasts, thousands of them. You will go beyond a Bible college education, four years, and uh, three years of seminary. Okay? And you'll know everything I know, and probably better. So uh, that's a great way to grow and a, a great way to go, uh, to, to become a strong Christian disciple. God bless you, dear friends, tonight. Make sure that you pray without ceasing. Lord willing, I'll be back here tomorrow evening sometime, uh, hopefully a little bit earlier, because I may continue this. Why? It's just so much. It's so much, so much history, so much present stuff I have to deal with and tell you about to try to save your children from this hellacious hurricane. Uh, and what you need to do going forward, uh, how, how you need to do with, deal with your young people, ev even in the church. Okay? Don't take it personally. Don't take it personally. It's a, it's, you're not wrestling against flesh and blood here for sure. But you, you're in hand-to-hand -hand combat with the devil with this thing. And I'm telling all of you grandfathers and grandmothers and mothers, don't join in with the homosexual woke spirit and destroy your children and your grandchildren. Do not try to turn them from their righteous and godly parents. Uh, you need to join with the parents in making sure that generation does not get destroyed. So pray without ceasing and according to the Marines, simplify According to the Air Force, super, simple, supra. That means always faithful for the Marines and always above.
for the Air Force. God bless you, dear friends, as the music plays with the headphones out. I don't know why Jesus loved me.